This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Bruchem We're continuing in the Shurim of Sefer Bamidbar. Shurim on Sefer Bamidbar. Our sponsor this week is the yard site of Rabbi Isaac's father. When, when is it? Tesvav Sivan. So the Shurim are sponsored by the Yaslavsky family, Leonishmas. Shabsi ben Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac, Nisham Shem Neliyah, Shavim Meos Yosheva, the whole family, for Simcha Sanachas, Abiyas Goyal Sadek. The Shirma Bamidbar are also graciously sponsored by Dr. Zakheim Umishbachta, Lilo Nishmas, Rabbi Shom Leliyaz ben Rabbi Yaakov Zakheim, and Lilo Nishmas, Dr. Zakheim's mother, Rivka Bas Tovi Halevi, Beganeda and Temenu Chasam, they should be Melitza Yisham for their whole family, for Simcha Sanachas, Abiyas Goyal Sadek. Tonight is a source of great blessings, so we have a lot of, uh, Dedications. Firstly, we'll start with the Koyhanim. Tonight's share is dedicated by our good friend Reb Chaim HaKoyin Kazdin, who is a conduit of the priestly blessings. So we bless him, and while we're on it, everybody should patronize local service, executive dry cleaning. I use it myself. Excellent service. If you want to have good dry cleaning and be Mekayim in the mitzvah of the Hechazak Dabai, this is my own personal edition. No, I wasn't. Um, executive dry cleaning. Okay, next. One second. Um, tonight's shear is dedicated by Dr. Zahava Kalfa Halo of Germany for Bracha Hatzlacha Shmira Tova Lialadim Chanabas Zahava and Hillel Ben Zahava. Shishitiska Legadlam Latar Lachod Masam Toivim. Tonight is sponsored anonymously as Rafur Shlema for. Svetlana Golda Basarach. And tonight's shir is dedicated by me in honor of my good friend Reb Gedalia Schwartz, who searched the whole world to get a very, very rare sefer. After the shir, you're going to want to get the sefer. I don't know if there are more copies, maybe there are, maybe they're not. But um, without the sefer, I've been, I've been on a hunt for the sefer for quite a while. And this Mamish Oyevanara. Let's start off with a very important Maramakoim. The art scroll, Reb Chaim Knievsky, Zmirais. If I could, I, there are so many Chidushim uh, Naram that I saw in the Sefer. I've tried to get it in Hebrew. I don't know where to get it. It's not on any of the, uh, I'm not aware of how to find it, where to get it. But I love this Sefer, Reb Chaim Knievsky, on Zmirais. So let's begin. Reb Chaim commented, that he saw in a sefer that was written about a century ago, that the words of Berchas Kayanim represent a specific blessing, and one can ask a Kayan to have him in mind regarding a certain blessing. For example, he says uh, the word Vichuneka blesses people they should have children. Shalom indicates that there should be peace in their abodes. In other words, basically people would come to Reb Chaim and people would say, uh, I need money. I need children, I need Hatzlacha, I need Shaduchim, whatever they need. And Reb Chaim would identify where in Berchas Kayanim you should be mechavin. Instead of sitting there under the talus fooling around with your kid, we know what you're doing under there, you know. Everybody thinks, well, everyone's under the talus, I don't know what they're having, thumbra, whatever you're doing, you know, that's between you and your personal family. But you need to be mechavin. If you have a certain soirech, Reb Chaim would advise and identify where exactly in Berchas Kayanim you should have in mind. Not only that, Reb Chaim said 
that if, let's say, people are having Shalom bias issues, ask the Kohen to have them in mind. Now, this might not be good for Shaduchim. So you say, you know, could you have someone else in mind and you then you give your name, right? Yeah, I'm asking for a friend. But um, Reb Chaim would, would suggest that you ask the Kohen um, for what you need and, he, and the Kohen should have you in mind. Very interesting. So Reb Chaim says two things. Number one, you should be mechavin by a specific juncture in Berchus Kainim. And number two, the Kohen should have that in mind for you. So this I never saw before in my life. They asked Reb Chaim, no, <laughs> what's the name of the Sefer? Chaim said he didn't remember. Reb Chaim said he didn't remember. So everybody, the, you know, seeking to determine what Sefer Reb Chaim could be referring to, they eventually found. Now who the they is? Our school can't be Magala. Who the they was? But they eventually found the Sefer Chesed La'alafim, published by Rav Eliyahu, Pinchas Hakoyin Marina in the year 1911. On the frontispiece, on the Sefer of the Sefer, he writes, here, let's read it. I have it over here, number two. Sefer Chesed Lo'alafim, Ba'yavayar, Midevei Chazal, Segulas, Berchaz Koyanim. This will explain the Segula Berchaz Koyanim, Lahasig Hatzlacha, to achieve success, La'oishar, for wealth, for kavod and honor, V'chaim Toivim, V'aruchim, long life, Ulevatel Korah, to be mevato any evil, v'zam, anger, v'tzorom in adam al yidei kavanas hakayanim be'estu chanam. So people look for all kinds of schoolies. They go across the globe. They do all kinds of things. All you need to do is have the proper kavanas by berchas kayanim. In fact, the shla hakadosh. What was the shla? Kayan Levi or Yisrael? Levi. Harowitz. He's a ish Harowitz. He's a, he's a Levi. When he was on the duchen. And he was, he made Aliyah, he went to Eretz Yisrael. He would be mechavin, like, um, what do we call, you know, like I have in my office, lahavdel elf avdalais. So let's say, you know, you need a signal to, that your computer should send a signal to the copy machine, right? Because uh, the wire connection is too cumbersome, so you want to send a Wi-Fi signal from the computer to the copy machine. The only thing is, how does the computer talk to the copy machine? The copy machine is not a... The copy machine has to be able to communicate with the, with the computer. Also, the source of the connection has to talk to the computer. So you put an extender. You plug the extender into the, into the copy machine. The connection, the Wi-Fi connection, talks to the extender. And then the extender talks to the copy machine. So the shla, kiviyachal, lahavdil, acted as an extender... He would have in mind that the bracha of the kayanim went through him, and then he sent it to chutzaretz. So he acted as like you know, in a uh, uh, what do we, a hot spot, whatever it is, whatever you want. The shla hakadosh was able to channel. Again, I'm just using these terminologies, and I don't even know what they are. Just in case maybe you know what they are, right? Um, to transfer the Birchas uh, Kayanim from the Kayin and Yushalayim in Eretz Yisrael to his family in Chutz Aretz. Okay, so that Reb Chaim didn't... I don't know. Who said the Kayin gets a bracha? That's a, that's a good question. It's a general question. How does the Kayin get the bracha? Right? Ayin Barashi Va'ani Avarchem Look in the second Pshat in Rashi. How did the Kohanim get the bracha? So the Shlach would, you know, he would channel the bracha to Chutz 
And so they identified the Sefer Chesed La'alaf, and the only thing is, it didn't exist. The Sefer didn't exist, no one ever heard of it, nobody had it. So they told Rabbi Aaron Leib Steinman. Rabbi Aaron Leib Steinman became very excited that, oh, there's a Sefer somewhere, if one day somebody publishes the Sefer, that people could access the brachos of Berchus uh, Kayanim. So in the year 2009, someone came to Rabbi Aaron Leib and said, he has the opportunity to publish a new Sefer. Which Sefer should he publish? Rabbi Aaron Leib said, publish the Sefer Chesed Lo'alafim. Now, lots of luck getting the Sefer. But here, Lekavid, the Shir on Parashas Nasai, Tavshin Pei Gimel. Thank my friend, Rabbi Gedalia Schwartz. He got the Sefer, I think, courtesy of Svarim Center, Barra Park, shipped to my address in time for the Shir. So, through this Sefer, you're going to access... The Kayach HaBerchaz Kainim. So you say, what do I have to wait now to the Yom Naram? We'll see what we, what we need to do. Now, I got another message this week from the Rebetzin of one of the Gedoyle Rosh Hashivas in Eretz Yisrael who listens to the Shirim and she mentioned that the Yeshiva published a Kitzer of the Kavanos to have during Berchaz Kainim. The only thing is that uh, the Shir is in 36 hours. So she said she's going to overnight these laminated cards to the shir. And then a few hours later, Nebuch, we got the news that uh, the Petira of Reb Gershon, and because of the Petira of Reb Gershon, FedEx had to communicate that they can't guarantee delivery. I'm not exactly sure how it arrived, but this morning, hanging on my door, were the cards published by the Yeshiva of Rav Tzvi Kushalevsky in, I believe, in, uh, in Eretz Yisrael. So, you have it here. Now, those on Zoom, you still have uh, 37 minutes to get here and get your card. Otherwise, sorry, uh, we appreciate your attendance, we appreciate you coming on Zoom, but you will never, ever access any blessing. No, maybe we'll be able to figure out a way to get it to you. But, okay, so let's start. There's a very interesting stira between the Bavli and the Yushalmi. The Bavli says in the end of Masechta Saita, I think you just had in the Daf Yomi, the Mishnah said at the end of Saita, Rav Shem Gamliel says that from the day the Beis Hamidus was destroyed, there's no day that doesn't have Klala. Says the Gemara, Every day is worse than the day before. Yeah, every day is worse than the day before. Like it says about At night you're going to say, I wish it was not tomorrow morning, this morning. Every day gets worse than the next. Than the day before. So it says the Gemara, so what does the world stand on? You remember this? It says the Gemara, the world stands on two things. Akidusha de Sidra, on Uvalatziyan, right? You know what Uvalatziyan is? That's the time of davening when like, you, you turn around, where did 90% of the people go? Where, what happened to them? Maybe they're giving out something for free? Is there a kid there somewhere? You know what, why does everybody leave? Because Yetzirah says, yes, they go to Shul and daven for everything you need. It comes down to the people who daven during Uval Etzion. So Yetzirah makes sure that you leave before, uh, I need Parnasa today. And then you run out. I gave it to you. You just left it there on the Shul. It's not going to be back tomorrow. So you got to make sure you stick around for Uvalatzion and Olenu. But in any event, the Gemara says, the world stands on the Kedusha of Uvalatzion and Yehishmei Rabbah of Agadata. 
Okay, that's the Bavli. Comes Yushalmi, the end of the same Gemara and Saita. Shem Gamliel says the name of Rabbi Yehoshua, from the day the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, every single day has Klala. Not only that, one day is worse than the day before. Says the Gemara, why is that? You ready for this? Kel Zoyim Bechal Yoim. Because the Lord gets angry every day. God gets angry every day. That's what Bilam said. Hashem gets angry every day. Says the Yushami, Mi Mevatel. So what's Mevatel Hashem's anger? Rabbi Avin B'Shem Rabbi Acha, Birchas Kayanem Mevatelas. So comes Rabbi Yahu Pinchas Hakoyen Marina, the author, the author of Sefer Chesed Lo Alafim, courtesy of Rabbi Gedalia Schwartz. He wants to know. He says there's a stira between the Bavli and the Yushalmi. Why is it? And when the Bavli asks, "What does the world stand on?" the Bavli says, "Kidusha the Sidra and Ameni Heshmei Raba." That's what Rava says, right? That's that's Rava. Amar Rava. Why didn't the uh, Bavli say Berchas Kayanim? In other words, why does the Bavli say Akedusha the Sidra and Ameni Hishmei Rabbah? And why does Yushalmi say Berchas Kayanim? It's a machloikis. Which one is it? Is it Berchas Kayanim or the Kedusha the Sidra and Ameni Hishmei Rabbah? What? The Yushalmi is Berchas Kayanim, but the Bavli doesn't have it, so uh, so it had no other choice. The thing is, you would you would have thought that. They used to do Berchaz Kayanim and Chutzaretz. They never did it? What happened to the three things that the Ayvon is Amara? Good question. That's beyond the scope of this year. <laughs> we only ask questions that we answer. You know? So, that, that's the steer. The steer is between the Bavli and the Yushami. The Bavli says... The world, what does the world stand on? In other words, you're right, the world stands on those three things, but it sounds like we're dealing with this progressive klala. There's more and more klala. Every day there's more curse, there's more klala, more klala. So how do you get rid of the klala? So the Bavli says we get rid of it with Kedusha the Sidra and Amen Yishmei Rabbah, and the Yushami says Berchaz Kayanim. But furthermore, the Chesed Lalafim asks, why is it that the Gemara says that... Almi ha'olam mekayim. Look in the lashon of the Bavli. Amaykom mekayim. What holds up the world? And the Yushami's lashon is mi mevatel. What nullifies the curse? Why does it use a different expression? Why does the Bavli say mevatel? Excuse me. Why does the Bavli say mekayim? And the Yushami mevatel. So says the Chesed la'alafim. The question of the Bavli is not the question of the Yushalmi. And the question of the Yushalmi is not the question of the Bavli. They're addressing two different points entirely. Namely, let's, get, let's tell a story. The story goes like this. There was once a father. The father had a kid. The, fa- the father was the king of a major region, a very powerful king. He's, he tells the kid, I want you to go out and wage war against my enemy. He furnishes him with armory, with tanks, with all types of soldiers and weapons, and the kid is primed to uh, annex new land for his father. So some of the enemies of the king sneak into the kid's tent and give him lavish food and drink and comfort and linen, and they put him to sleep and they give him to drink, and he becomes a shikr like light, 
And in the meanwhile, the enemy progresses and the enemy penetrates the defenses and the enemy surrounds the entire uh, tent and the war is over. The enemy has won victoriously. The son cannot, has no chance of winning the war, but in the last moment he galvanizes his uh, best troops around him, he retreats, and he returns back to his father's land, to his father's castle, in great shame. The father's furious. He said, I set you up for success, and you blew it. The father has no choice. He has to hand the son over to his henchmen. These henchmen, they're brutal. If you're under the directives, if you're under the control of these henchmen, they come, they chain you, they whip you, they lash you, they, they starve you, they thir- you don't. So nobody ever survives the king's henchmen. A few weeks later, some of the dearest friends of the king's son go to check on him. They expect him to be laying in a pool of blood, dead. And they see he's, uh, he's flourishing, he's successful, he's in comfort. He has everything he needs. He has food. He has home. No, nobody's harming him at all. So they ask him, how did you survive? How did this happen? So the, the son said like this, you know, my father armed me with all kinds of weaponry and all kinds of soldiers and I took some of it back with me into this house and they warded off the enemies, and they warded off the henchmen, and they chased the henchmen away. The henchmen are afraid to get anywhere near me, because I have my dad's best soldiers with me. I lost the war, but they were still with me, so I took them with me, and they just defeated the henchmen, and the henchmen are nowhere to be found. They won't come anywhere near me, so I'm, I'm protected. So, a few weeks later, they come back to him, and they see, not only is he protected, but he's living in the lap of luxury. He's, he has the best food, he has a personal caterer, he has a chef, he has personal trainer, he's uh, living it up. They said, where do you have all the service from? I understand, you know, you kept the henchmen away, but where do you have all these uh, services from? Don't you remember, the kid said? When dad sent me to war, he sent me accompanied by his 60 most trusted servicemen. These servicemen are so well respected and so eminent that whenever they walk in the street, everyone just drops and bows to them. And even the enemy drops and bows to them. So anytime I need something, I send these servicemen, they go and they bring everything I want back to me. So I'm protected by my soldiers and I'm catered by the 60 servicemen that my father provided for me. So you wonder, what does this have to do with Berchaz Kayanim? Says the great Eliyahu Pinchas HaKoyin Marina of the Sefer Chesed La'alafim that was discovered by Reb Chaim Knievsky and published by Reb Aaron Leib Steinman that arrived at this year tonight. He says like this. He says, how do we survive today? What does the world stand on? Ah, what the world stands on. What the world stands on is Kedusha de Sidra and Yeheshmei Rabbah Vagadata. But here's the problem. Very nice Kedusha de Sidra and Yeheshmei Rabbah Vagadata. That will just keep us alive. 
but we're surrounded by zam, we're surrounded by anger. God gets angry every day, we're still under the wrath of the king. And the wrath of the king will make sure that all roads are cut off. So even though we're surviving, how would we ever get medicine? How would we ever get parnasa? How would we ever get comfort? So under the wrath of the king, maybe Kal Yisrael could live, but chas v'shalem, there'll be no source for health, and no source for children, and no source for nachas, and no source for parnasa, because we're alive. We say the valetziyan. We say amen yishmei rabba. But who's going to bring us the good, the goodness, the bounty of life? We're surrounded by God's wrath. But God provided us with 60 eminent officers that when they walk the streets, everyone bows to them and everyone defers to them and everyone just in great uh, servitude allows these servicemen, they could bring us whatever we want. You want health? You want money? You want happiness? You want success? You want Tyra? You name it! There are 60 servicemen that could bring you any possible benefit. You know who the 60 servicemen are? Yivarechecha Hashem v'yishmerecha. Yo'er Hashem panav elecha v'yichunecha. Yisa Hashem panav elecha v'yaseim lecha shalom. That's 15. Yeah, but 60 letters. There's 60 letters in Berchaz Kayanim. The 60 letters in Berchaz Kayanim are mevatel eni zam, any anger. The world stands on uvalatziyayin. The world stands on amini hishmei rabba. Very nice. You could be alive. But how are you going to enjoy life? You could only enjoy life through Berchaz Kayanim. So you say, so I should move to Eretz Yisrael. Of course you should. What are you thinking about? Why not? But what do you do if you can't? So it's like this. If you look in uh, number 8, the Medrash says in Shashirim Rabbah, on the Pasuk, The Shishim Gibayrim are the Shishim Oisiyos of Birchas Koyhanim. So, says the Medrash. And you know, we're all familiar that, well, Birchas Koyhanim is for all blessing in the world. I thought it's for bad dreams. And most people say, since I never dream, I never have dreams, so I don't need Berchaz Kayim. No, no, no. The Medrash says, if somebody has a bad dream, even if you see in a dream that there's a sword on your neck, now listen carefully, it's not just Berchaz Kayim. You should go to the shul. You should say Kriya Shema. You should say Davin Yer You should listen to Berchaz Kayim. You should answer Amen. And if you do that, no harm will come your way. Now it's very interesting that the Medr says you should answer Amen. Does anybody know? What is the most important Amen that one will ever say? It's the Amen to Birchas Kayanim. Amen to Birchas Kayanim, not to the Bracha of Levarchas Amay Sobihava, to the Brachas of Yivarecha Chasham Yishmarecha. Answering Amen to those Brachas are Da'iraisa. How could Amen be Da'iraisa? Rav Moshe writes in a tshuva. That part of the mitzvah Berchaz Kayanim is on the Yisrael to be Nizbarech. That's the Sefer Haredim. Just like the Kayan has a mitzvah daraisa to bless the people, the people have a mitzvah daraisa to accept the bracha. How do you accept the bracha? By answering Amen. That's how a Medrash could say that Pshat in a Pasuk is answering Amen. Because there's one Amen that's Dairaisa. Amen to Berchaz Kayanim. Therefore, so you have to sort of get ready. Now, 
why dreams? Why are we talking about dreams here? I thought, it were, I thought a person could access any bracha in the world. Why are we talking about if somebody has a bad dream, they should try to nullify it during Berchus Kayanim? The point is like this. Of course if somebody has a certain tsara, again, once there's a gzardin, very hard to rip it up. But of course if somebody is, alre- is already, has a chayli, is not feeling well, needs a zivug, needs children... So of course you try to be mevatelet by berchas kainim, but the point is the first premonition of looming difficulty is the dream. The dream is the first warning. So Hashem, before He brings any kind of difficulty, He's going to give you a premonition. You know, uh, hey pal, you got to shape up a little bit. Here, this 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 may happen. So it's not berchas kainim is for bad dreams. It's not about bad dreams. It's even if the evil is not active, it's in, incipient, it's, it's looming, it has, it's a looming possibility, you want to nip it in the bud and get rid of it with the Virgil's kind of, but it's certainly anything you need in life. You know, not that anyone here could possibly need anything, but there are people out there, some people, they want to feel a little bit better, they want to have more refua. some people... They think they need more kesef, more parnasa, more nachas, whatever it is. There are things in this world that people need. You need something. Why would you run to get the blessing of a person if you could get the bracha of Hashem? Because the bracha, the kaihanim are not giving the bracha. Kaihanim are channeling the bracha of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So this is top stuff. This is the premier, there's not even a segula. This is, this, it's a pasig and chumash. You need anything? This is how you get it. Is it, is it not as effective when the shliach tzibur says it every morning? It's very, oh, the shliach tzibur? Yeah. It does absolutely nothing. When the shliach tzibur says it by shachris? No, you say ken yihir I'm saying, that's like answering on it. Yeah, no, but he's not giving you a bracha. He's saying, Give us the bracha. We're, we're saying, God, give us the bracha. It's like saying, it's the whole Shemana Esri, is God, give us the bracha. He's not giving, he can't channel the brachas kainim. The guy's a Yisrael. The guy's a Yisrael. His father was a Yisrael. His grandfather was a Yisrael. And not one person since, since the Jewish people left Egypt... Where's a Kayin? He has no shaykhs to Berchus Kayinim. He wouldn't know Berchus Kayinim if it hit him over the head. You're just saying, Yeah, God should give it to us. But it does nothing. Or close to it. You need to have Kayinim giving you the bracha. So, we'll, we'll see. What do you do in, in Chutzah Aretz? Um, but again, let, let's, try to, let's try to paint the picture over here. The world stands on Amin Yehishmei It stands on Uval The problem is that's good, that's good to keep alive. You, you know, that keeps you breathing and blood circulation. That's it. That's all that Uval and the Amin Yehishmei is going to do. Blood circulation, maybe kidney function, and um, digestion. But, you know, that's not good enough. Nobody wants to be that's a, you know, connected to any machines. That, but Amin Yishmael and Novel it's going to keep you alive. But you, it's not good enough to be alive. You need blessing in life. You want blessing? You got to wait for Berchaz Kayanim. Because otherwise you're surrounded by, you know, you're surrounded by the enemy. So the only way to shoot down the enemy is the Berchaz Kayanim.
Now the dream is, even the premonition of impending doom is uh, abolished through Berchas Kayanim. But how do you know more than that is abolished? How do you know actually you could gain legitimate blessing through Berchas Kayanim? So the Zohar Kodesh says in this week's parsha, and this is in number 6, She'ela Dalad, that we know Berchas Kayanim is able to be mavatel a dream, it's able to mavatel the anger of Hashem. But how do you know it could actually transform a choyli into brios? In other words, like this. A guy's not feeling well. How do you know through birchas koyanim the guy could feel better than had he never gotten sick in the first place? You have a guy who's feeling okay. He's doing pretty good, you know. He's walking down the street. He has a little bit of, you know, He's a little sluggish. He could use a boost in his energy level, maybe an extra shot of vitamin B. Al Yidei Berchaz Koyanim, you could take a guy who is half asleep and it could re-energize him. It could reinvigorate him. Where do we learn this from? The Zohar HaKadosh. Zohar HaKadosh says that at the time of the Midas Hadin called Chafhei, the world cannot exist. However, when the Koyanim spread out their hands, Koyanim come from Chesed, Chesed spreads above and it attaches to the Berchas Kayanim. And it is misbasim, it brings good aroma and it brings blessing to the Jewish people. And it transforms Midas Hadin to Midas HaChesed. So even if you're having a bad dream and during the time of Berchas Kayanim, you should say, Rebbein Shalom, I am yours, my dreams are yours. And the Rebbein Shalom will transform it from Din to Rachamim. So from here we see, a person could go into Berchus Kayanim, he's down on his luck, nothing's going his way, not, not family life, not Parnassah, nothing. Nobody likes him, and he could come out of Berchus Kayanim, he's going to be a rich man, he's going to be popular, everything's going to work out after Berchus Kayanim. So, the question is, how do you do that? So the Sefer Chesel Alafim says that from the above-mentioned sources we learn three things. Number one, we see from the Zayar that it's not only a bad dream. By the way, a friend of mine in France, Rabbi Fal Ansel, sent me from Chassam Soifer. I found earlier sources. This is already in Medrash Talpiois of the Baal Shevet Moser who quotes the Kadma in the Taras Chaim. Why are we picking on the dream? This is Oyem Venoira. How many letters in Berchus Kayanim? 60. A dream is what? A 60th of Nevoah. So says the Chassam Soifer in the Drasha. Says the Medrash Talpia. Says Torah's Chaim. Birchas Koyanim. Why is it potent? It's prophecy of the Torah. So therefore it's Mavatel a dream which is one sixtieth of prophecy Bishishim. So here yeah, the guy had a dream. He has a dream um, something not so good is going to happen. He's Mavatel the Chaloim B'Shishim. Because Berchaz Kayanim is a Kayach of Nevuah. Okay. So now we're going to try to identify where in Berchaz Kayanim you could locate and pinpoint specific Tzrachim. So if you look at number 12, if somebody needs Refuah. You know, it's interesting. We always ask Hashem, heal us, heal us, heal us. Why don't we ask Hashem, you know, keep us healthy? It's almost as if 
there's always some, there's always some chayli, there's always something, you always need refuah. So where should you be mechavin for refuah? V'yishmarecha. When, when you say the word V'yishmarecha, you should be mechavin for refuah. As the Medrash says, look at number 13, V'yishmarecha begufcha. Somebody has headaches, somebody has an ingrown toenail, somebody has any condition, dak, what, rheumatitis, what else? Somebody has a joint pain, somebody has gout, v'yishmerecha. That's it, v'yishmerecha. 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 It's interesting, Rav Chaim Kenevsky said, the Koyin should. Here he's saying you should, you both should. Not only that, we're going to see, if, you're not, if you have pain in your knee, then you go to the Koyin and you say, hey Koyin, you know, I got a little bruise in the knee. Have in mind, have me in mind. So you have in mind, and he has in mind, and then. Uh, the next to doesn't like what we're supposed to look. No, you're not. Don't, don't ignore that. Don't don't deal with that. No, you have to show him to say it. Heaven forbid. Heaven, but then you lose the whole bracha. Then you might as well just stay home. You might as well eat kiddush or something, right? Um, that no. Yeah, we're not going with that. By the way, once we're on the topic, and this should not be recorded, but, you know, you should say that three times. The third thing, the Yehirat sign, it's very nice, but it's not, you don't say it. The Mishabruah says you say three times, the first time you end off, Ushmareni, because the Kayin says, you say Ushmareni, the Kayin says, the second time you end off, Vichoneni, because the coin ends off. Vichuneka, and the third time, one second, Siddur. Ushmareni, Usachaneni, Usachaneni, and then the third time you say, the Rebbe Shema, third time, and then you say, Visertseni, Keneged Shalom. Okay, you heard it here first, but don't tell anybody I told you to say that. It's not from me, it's only from the Chafetz Chaim, who is a Koyin Miyuchas. Okay? That's the, according to what the Gemara and the Halacha, how you're supposed to be mispalo by Berchaz Kayanim. In any event, um, so if you need a refuah, v'yishmerecha. What if somebody is already a chayla masukan? And you're not going to have enough time to send a letter to Eretz Yisrael because uh, the Chazal says, you need something, you're going to send a letter to Kayanim in the land of Israel, hey Kayan, have me in mind for this and this. Let's say somebody's already on the brink. He's already on the brink. So now what do you do? Says the Chesalaf, and now you made a big mistake. You should have had your name on the Kohen and Eretz Yisrael's list to daven for you. You would have never been in that matzav. I think that's what he's saying. Or, if, that's, if, if you, you, know, you made that mistake, then you need to put yourself on the official list of the Kohen. You ready? You're writing this down. Daniel Yaakov, Benito Shifra, and all, all of the above. <laughs> have in mind all of the above. Okay, So uh, you should have your name on the list. This way the coin keeps you in good shape. Now, what, what if... Uh, why, why is it okay only during Shalosh Ravala and Chutz and not every day? Why don't we do it every day in Chutz, in Chutz Why only Shalosh why is it okay to do it during Shalosh That's another... Write, write that down for next year's share. <laughs> well, I can't, can't answer that. It's unclear why we don't, we don't do it in Chutz It could be the reason is 
Because how could it, it's very it's very difficult to do in Bismanaza. Because you know Rabbi Yaakov Emden says, well, how could a kain make a bracha? How does he know he's a kain? What evidence is there he's a kain? DNA. DNA? Who who took yeah, how many Kohanim do you know that tested their DNA? Not every cast is a Kohen, you know? What's the name of that family that traced it to the... The bottom line is Rabbi Yaakov Emden says uh, he's, not so, he's not so keen on Kohanim making a bracha. So it's not Pashat, Bechlal, on Berchus Kohanim is none of that. Really? You give them Truma? No, because who says he's a Kohen? So how can you make a bracha? So it's, uh, it's a highly... A sensitive subject. And then they're just yes. You ask me why we don't do in chutzaras. You know, <laughs> how many, how many questions do you think? He, that's already your third question in the shir. You know, <laughs> throw him a lifeline. What? Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go. Okay. Now, now they came to Reb Chaim and somebody said they need a shidduch. <laughs> says Reb Chaim, you should be mechavein during Berchas Kayanim that the zivug should come mehera, and you should ask the Kayan to have you in mind. Okay, now question: You ready for this, Ma'aseh Shaya? I went over to Kayan. I gave a name right before Berchas Kayanim. The Kayan said to me, "What's the name again?" I can't tell. I can't talk. Can't talk during Chazal Sashatz. Bob the Bracha! Now, you gotta follow the Shulchan Arch. You're not allowed to talk during Chazal Sashatz. You have to give, you have to forego all blessing, and by doing that, I'm sure you'll get more blessing. But you know, people have all kinds of things they have to talk about Chazal Sashatz. You know, people, the, the, the Gabai comes over. What's your name? Pal, Gabai, are you clueless? It's the middle of Kriya Satoira. You can't ask the guy his name, and he can't answer you. But in Gabra Gabra, he can answer you. So don't think because it's Sarchet Sibur, everything, if you need to have a transaction, interaction with the Kohen, I'll give you the Kohen's number. You have the whole, until now, until Sukkot, you communicate all your needs. You hand him over, everyone in your family, health reports, blood work, um, DNA, you hand him over all your children, whatever you need, hand him now. You have months and months, get your whole repertoire in, Social security cards, um, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, cryptocurrency, whatever you need to give the Kayin. Crypto, right? He's, he's ready to take it. But once that Chazar Sashatz comes, you're done. I'm just pointing that out. Fine. So they asked, Reb Chaim Kiesu, we'll see, where in Birchaz Kainim should you have in mind the Shidduch? Vichuneka. We'll see why. Yeah, what do you do in Chutzaretz? That the minog of it, uh, by Bnei Ashkenaz is Kohanim don't dochen. And uh, I need a shidduch. The answer is, 530 Peninsula Boulevard is a Sephardic shul. Make sure you go there for Berchus Kohanim. Make sure you go there. Unless you want to wait until Sukkot. I mean, those are the two options. It's not a, Sukkot is not in so long. In other words, if, if you plan on buying a house within the next couple months, you need money. So either you could, you, either you could I don't know, buy a lottery ticket, or you could go to the Sephardic Shul. Or go to Eretz Yisrael. Yeah, go to Eretz Yisrael. Some people find it more comfortable to sit on a plane for 11 hours, go through customs, go through, get a taxi, go to Berchus Kainim and come back then to go into a Sephardic Shul. Those are the two options. 
and He will show you grace. Now, in the author, in the Sefer Siach Shidduch, he brings from um, Rav Chaim, he brings from Rabbi Yashiv. He came to Rabbi Yashiv and said, Rabbi Yashiv, I need a bracha for a zivak. Rabbi Yashiv says, I don't understand. Get a bracha from God. Rabbi Yashiv saw it. I didn't understand what he meant. He explained, have in mind during Berchus Kayanim that your zivak should come right away. Then I got married, he said. I didn't have children right away. I went back to Rabbi Yashiv. Rabbi Yashiv said, I already told you. Have in mind during Berchus Kayanim that you should have children. We are Vichoneka. Now we have Shailus Tshuvas Rabbi Chaim Knievsky. He was asked, there are many singles today. What should they do? Right? You could do speed dating. You know? They have now under the auspices of Charede. Uh, is that, did Reb Chaim say that? No. Did Reb Chaim say, Shiluach HaKain? That wasn't first option. First option, Berchas Koyanim. What do you do? You're Bnei Ashkenaz. In Eretz Yisrael, we only duchin on the Chagim. Are you allowed to go to a Svardik Shul? Reb Chaim said, good idea. Could you ask the Koyan to have you in mind? Yes. Where should you have in mind to get a zivug? Vichuneka. Okay. Now, if the shul, if the sages were smart, they would they would market this. You know, these are the times of berachas kainim. You pay special berachas kainim membership fee. You know. Where should the kainim put all these names? They should have it in mind. You know, that's their problem. You know. <laughs> Okay, right. How, uh, we have any other kaihanim, or just all right? By the way, in the Sefer Machze Avram of the Eishal Avram of Buchach, he brings that after uh, Yitzchak sent Yaakov away, the pasuk says, He says probably, perhaps Yitzchak gave Yaakov berachos kainim. He said Yivarechacha with all the brachos. V'yishmerecha from Esav, Yorashan Panavelecha with the Torah and Yeshiva Shem Ba'ever, V'chuneka, that you should get a good wife, because there's an idea that the wife always finds the husband charming, right? The rest of the family is looking, what, what, what kind of guy did this guy, did she pick up? The mother's thinking, this is who my daughter's married, the mother's scratching her head, this is who she, she came up with, the father's saying, him? But she likes him, right? Why? Because he finds favor in her eyes, V'chuneka, Vichuneka. So Vichuneka is a bracha to find a zivug type. Probably you should have in mind also that not only should she like the chassan, but everyone else in the family should also think he's uh, worth the price of admission. Okay, what if you need money? You want, you want to go, you're going into real estate. You're going into business. You want shmira, hatzlacha, in your nechassim. Says, Shailach of Bez, the lafim. Yivarechacha. Rashi says, Sheyizbarchu nechasecha. That your uh, nechassim should be blessed. You're, you have a job, you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, you have a business, whatever you do. You want it to be successful, you don't want anybody harming the business. Yivarechacha What if you want children? Also, there's another pshat in the Medrash. Yivarechacha v'yishmerecha. Yivarechacha bebanim v'yishmerecha bebanois. Let's say you have 17 boys, you want a girl. You go over to the kain. have me in mind V'yishmerecha. Let's say you have seventy girls. You want a boy. You have you tell the coin. Have me in mind. Yivarechacha. You want to identify the right spot. You know. 
make sure uh, make sure you do the right thing. You know, you have the right the, the right thing. Some of the ladies, ninety years old, and she got married. What happened? She she told the kohen the wrong word. He had her in mind for vichuneka, and she got a zivug. You know, you want to make sure you're getting the right bracha at the right time. Everything in due time. Okay. What if somebody needs refu in their eyes? They don't want to wear glasses anymore. Okay, this is not, no, okay, no miracles are had. Don't expect that, you know, I want to become 20 years old again. I want to, I want to run the 30 minute, 30 meter dash. This is even regular brachas. But if somebody needs, um, refu in their eyes, he brings in number 24, in Shuvah Chavav, Shuvah Isa Shamamedash Rabbah Yivarecha Hashem, Tois Vois Chayim Vaoishar, Vishmarecha, Begufcha, Yara Shampanabelecha, Yitin Lecha, Ma'ar, you need an easy labor. Right? Your wife is seven weeks overdue. She's in her twelfth month already. And the baby's not coming out. And they threaten that, you know, to induce. No, never induce. It's a bad idea to induce. Rav Moshe is not a fan. Unless you have no choice. Every baby is supposed to be born at a specific time, a specific mazel. You don't want to tamper with it. So what do you do? You go birchas kayanim. It's the middle of the, uh, the winter. You call up your friend, uh, um, you know, Jack Cohen from the Svartic community. You say, Jack, have in mind my wife. 30 minutes later, you're off to the hospital and everything is natural. Again, you know, there are no guarantees, but this is a, this is a tried and proven uh, traditional um, approach to Berchas Kayanim. In other words, Berchas Kayanim is not, oh, Baruch Hashem, finally after all the selling of the Aliyos and a very long, schlepped out kakeli, finally davening is over, Birchas Kayanim, no, Birchas Kayanim is the grand finale of the Simcha of the Yamtif, where the Ban Shalom wants to be Mavarichas, we say on the Yamtif, the Hasiyeno Hashem Lekeno is Birchas Mayadecha, and perhaps much of it comes during the Birchas Kayanim, so you want to you wanna take advantage of it as much as possible. If you have a specific need, whether it's money, then you have in mind, Yivarechacha, as the Medrash says, Sheyisvarchu Nechasecha. You need boys, Yivarechacha Babanim. Girls, Yishmarecha Babanois. You want to be successful. Ah, you're a Talmud Chacham and you want to be an Oishar also. There's something for you also. You want, um, people are tattling on you. You want to get rid of your adversaries. Look at number 26. Imnafal Tachas Yad Kasha. So Yivarechacha Hashem. You want to be successful in learning. Have in mind, because the Medrash brings up Pshat. The bottom line is that the Rebbe Shalom gives Klal Yisrael a very important and potent matana. And in Chutz Aretz, we access it a couple of times a year. How else could you access it? You could call your friend in Eretz Yisrael, tell him to have you in mind. Or, when you're in Eretz Yisrael, you take extra advantage of Berchaz Kayanim. Or, once in a while, pop into a, a shul that uh, says Berchaz Kayanim, only good will happen. This is the Kayach of the 60 letters of Berchaz Kayanim. As we see, it's Mavatel, the uh, ominous effect of a Chaloim. A Chaloim is the 60th of Nevuah. Berchaz Kayanim is Nevuah Mamish. Through the Kohanim, the Rebbe Hashem channels the bracha to Klal Yisrael. How does the Kohen know whether his brachas were effective? 
So I didn't I didn't put it on the sheet. I really wanted to give a separate share on it. Maybe I'll talk about it again next year. But this is tshuva, lamed gimel. It's not on the sheet. Eich yadu hakoyhanim shahak shehiskab laberchasam. He brings the gemara in Rosh Hashanah when Moshe lifted up his hands, Kali so prevailed. So the gemara famously asks, v'chiyadav shal Moshe isoyis melchama. Ella bezman she Yisro mesaklam kape mayla when they looked heavenward and they subdued their heart it's dependent on the kaihanim. if they're meshabed their hearts they will be margish that the brachas chal on them and that their brachas are effective maybe that's why you know there's a minog that uh, people say which is uh, some place can say it's problematic because if you give shkoyach to the kayin, and then the kayin says back to you, Baruch Tia, while he's oimid ala duchan, he's over a dairaisa of Baal Because he's only allowed to give three brachas. So you wait for the kayin to step off a little bit, then you say shkoyach. Since when do you give somebody a shkoyach? A guy shakes the lul of an esrig. You know, shkoyach uh, guy. Since when do you give shkoyach? Why, why are you giving shkoyach kayinim? You give shkach if somebody did you a favor. The answer is because he's doing you a favor. Especially if you're having specific kavanas for what you need. Or if you gave, you gave your kayin, you gave the kayin all your, your stock statements, you gave him your whole portfolio, you gave him your blood work, he's davening for you, you know, the, the blood sugar count should go down, he's davening that the vitamin C should go up, he has everything in mind for you. He, you gave him all the medicines the doctor prescribed, he has in mind, this medication should go down. That thing, you gave him um, the whole list of the, the work done on your car that, ne- that needs to be done. He has, he has your whole life in front of him when he's giving you the bracha, so you give him a shkayach because he's doing you a personal favor. So we should be zoicha through Parshas Nasai, because we know Parshas Nasai is the aftermath of Kabbalah Satoira, and Al Yidei Kabbalah Satoira, because Baruch wants to be Mavarech Kalal Yisrael, so he gives us tremendous bracha. So saying, we're going to say Kaddish maybe, if we, if we say Kaddish, that will allow us to continue to breathe. But if you want more than that, so then you got to take advantage of Berchas Kayanim. Everyone should be Zoicha, that all the brachas should be Neskabel and Neskayim Brachim of Ratzin. Shkayach. Is that where the concept of uh, Bakal Vashishim comes from too? It's Yeah, it's an example of where we say Bittal Vashishim. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.